You are now entering the world of Musings of a Geek Podcast Network. Stay geeky, my friends. Welcome to 40 Going On 14. I am Mike. I am Patrick. I'm Joel. And I'm Josh. And I am the second most disturbing thing you're likely to find in a men's room at a roadside stop. I kind of want to ask. Seabass? But what would you like to ask? What's the number one thing? Oh, that's easy. George Michael. Oh. I thought it was Dexter. From the laboratory? No. If you guys didn't watch the Showtime show, you won't get that joke. He beat a man to death in a in a rest stop bathroom. Uh, I only watched the first season. I'm afraid well, of George hole, holes in the wall. Oh, sorry. What? Never mind. I was just making a glory hole joke. That's all. I was I was kind of doing the same thing. I said George Michael beat off Amanda Death. So mm. if you haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> Who, who's Amanda Death? Ooh. We're doing. Mike, what was your joke? I yeah, I forgot that. <laughs> I've heard Joel's. I, yeah. I want to see what the other menu options are. No, his joke destroyed my <laughs> joke. It was like a collateral damage on that one. So, but if you haven't figured it out, the uh, theme of this week's show is not glory holes. It is actually road trips, which may include. Well, anyway, no road trips. It depends we, on how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Back when we were kids, and road tripping now. So there you go. So, yeah. And thanks for listening, everybody. We're done. <laughs> yeah, good night. <laughs> no, I was waiting for, I was waiting for the transition from Josh there. Was... Oh, you mean like a question asking what, uh, if you'd like to listen to great podcasts on a long road trip, where could you find such podcasts? Something no, akin to that. Not like that at all. Do, try again. Oh, um. Take two. Uh, if you'd like to find a bunch of podcasts about rest stop bathrooms, <laughs> you would not look at the Musings of a Geek podcast network. <laughs> Well done. I, I, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like the little 90 degree turn there. That was nice. Yeah. I like that. Now, instead of finding lots of great shows about uh, rest stop bathrooms, you'll find great shows about geeky topics such as the Green Up podcast, Who the What Now, The War Pod, Musings of a Geek, Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks, and the History of Bad Ideas. War Pod. Is that a new one? Yeah, I mentioned that last week. Uh, just joined the network. Oh, that's right. Okay, I remember that now. You well, know, well. I, I, I did find out, though, just now, uh, where you would find uh, podcasts about rest stop bathrooms. No, we don't want to know. We using never. the free <laughs> podcast network. Uh, okay. Where would you find anything about sports? On the, no, I don't know. I don't sports. I'd be on the Left Field Sports Lounge. <laughs> oh. Left Field Sports Lounge. Yay. Now, if you're in a uh, truck stop bathroom pondering what that hole is for at noon on Saturday... And you'd like to listen to us? <laughs> you should reevaluate your life decisions and then tune in to Geek Life Radio. <laughs> or you can hear us every Saturday. Wow, this show just went straight to shit. It's, wow. <laughs> it's going to be a long hour and a half. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So if you want to hear us on Saturdays, you can go to Geek Life Radio and put the speaker up to the hole. And uh, you can also find our old shows on iTunes, Blueberry, Stitcher, and TalkShoe. And if you'd like to you call in. Make a new friend. <laughs> <laughs> the guy got the other side. This guy's really funny. <laughs> Come on, join our convoy. 
Um, you can call us at 708 now rap. That's 708 669 9727. All right. If anybody's still listening, we do have some. What? Why is he eating back. a caramel apple? That's what I want to know. That's what the hole is for. That's where you put the stick when you're done with the caramel apple. What happened? I need an adult. <laughs> so do we, apparently. <laughs> We are adults. All right. So here we have a voicemail, Josh. Yeah, from someone who uh, we haven't heard from before. What? Oh. Yeah. Crazy yeah just talk. one voicemail, and uh, let's get uh, right to it. Hi, guys. This is Ted from Spring Hill, Tennessee. So I've been listening to the show for about six weeks, and uh, I'm really liking it, and I'm actually liking it now because I just figured out after talking to Joel earlier this week that I have actually met uh, each and every one of you. So um, that gives me even a bigger connection to the show. Uh, I love what you guys are doing. Keep it up. Uh, I'm listening every week and eventually looking to start my own podcast as well. So uh, keep on doing what you do. Really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Bye. Okay. Now, a, how many of you remember no. Ted? I'm, Was I'm, he on the other side of the hole? <laughs> uh, yeah. You guys remember Nisha, right? Yeah. Kind of. That's Nisha's husband. Oh, oh, I remember yeah. Nisha. This this was back from like your wedding. This is a while ago. Yeah, it goes back. She used to come oh. to the house parties every now and then. Yeah, and he came out and visited once and and met you guys at that point too. But he came on the Coffin Joe cast, had a really good time, and then immediately started listening to podcasts. And this is one of the first ones he picked up on, and he's been faithfully listening ever since oh. and loves it. So nice. Don't let that deter you at all. That's. Yeah, don't take any bug. offense that I don't remember you, Ted. I was pretty much constantly drunk, as I've said before on the show, from about 1991 to about 1997. Yeah, and if I met you at Joel's wedding, if you've seen any of the pictures, you know I don't recall any of that. And I smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> yes, we've established anyway. that. Yep, and we're here. But that was a very, very nice voicemail. Yeah, thank you. Nice to hear that people are enjoying the show. Which, on another note, does anybody know the whereabouts of Charlie? Uh, I just I, talked yesterday. Oh, okay. Good. As long as we have a, a bead on where he's at, I'm good. Yes. Good. So, and when did the doctor say they will release him? Uh, that is to be determined. Classified information, sir. That's what they <laughs> yes. call TBD in medical he's, terms. He's still having a discussion with Chris Hansen. So. <laughs> too, too big of a dick? <laughs> TBD? <laughs> no, he's just like, these are really good cookies. Um <laughs> <laughs> I've got wine coolers. Uh, we also posted a uh, impromptu trivia question yeah. uh, with a wanted poster on our Facebook page. Yeah, it was sad why we had to post that, though. Yeah, it was sad. However, uh, what was not sad is how quickly it was answered by uh, Mr. Brian Ring. He's uh, one of the few people who I've known longer than I've known you guys. Wow. We're sad. Yeah, one of silence for Brian Ring. He'd like it that way. <laughs> yeah, I think I've known Brian since uh, 1990. And he said 100 words to you total in that time. <laughs> <laughs> no, remember he got really talkative uh, on his 21st over at the um, at Gen Con that one year. Oh, he got him drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> remember we got, that, got him that drink where they kidnapped him and threw him in the room downstairs and he came up through the floor? Yeah, and and they, I, like a big throne. Yeah, the hail to the chief. I yep, have... I wasn't there for that one. I've only heard about that. No, he has a big old smile on that boy's face. <laughs> so, is Good it about... guy, and he got that trivia question very, very quickly. Yes, so props to you, Brian Ring. We would have been disappointed in you if you had not picked up that quickly. Yes. And I would have been able to give him crap on Sunday, because he's in one of my Pathfinder games. Nice. So, what do you think? Is it about that time? Yep. Oh, it's got to be about that time. All right. 
주간 스포츠 One of these days, he's going to forget and do that over himself. <laughs> I was, I, it was, there was just enough of a delay. I was like, do I need to say it? Well, it's only, it's only been twice. So, right. Well, and this weekend, <clears throat> like the new this weekend bumper doesn't mention this weekend. Oh, shit. That's right. God bless so, him. I got to fix that up. That's okay. I'll just point that out every time you play it. Oh. <laughs> that way it'll be introduced. It, it's, you sound like my mom in sweeping the floor. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll get it. It's fine. <laughs> This is the point at which I introduce the segment and give Mike shit this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but this weekend, 1983. Oh, cool. Like, uh, the year that uh, National Lampoon's Vacation was released. So let's see what Pat has for us this week. Uh, on the heels of the success of Flashdance, Maniac by Michael Cimbello is the number one song, and she's wielding like, no, welding like she's never welded before. Excuse me, I have to put my monitor back a little bit oh look now they're all clear <laughs> no i had to pull i pulled everything out when i was on the spider killing hey oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. i really love spider killing <laughs> yeah it's like how do you kill him i hit him with my dick <laughs> you better not stick your dick in that hole then there's nothing but spiders in there ew jeez oh. <laughs> that took Soul a maniac trip. was the song so and uh what Oh, on this day, Amy Winehouse, oh, was born September 14th in 1983. 1983. And she permanently retired from making music, drinking, and doing all kinds of drugs in 2011. Yikes. There must be death in the tweet. Yeah. Yeah. So. There has to be death. On a September 16th, heavy metal band Kiss. (laughs) That's right, bitches. Appears on MTV without makeup for the first time ever in public. And that's pretty Say much, something. Yeah, well, that's pretty much the reaction. Metal. Well, I'm just looking at you. Technically, with Amy Winehouse and Michael Cimbello, Kiss is the most metal thing in this weekend so far. <laughs> Shut up. So far. All right, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Movies, Mr. Mom. Is Mr. Mom more metal than Kiss? No, Shut not up. quite yet. <laughs> is the number one movie in America knocking off, uh-oh, acronym of the week, NLV. Neutering Las Vegas. You. Oh, yeah. I'm not for that. No, that's, that would that's be why a- Mr. Mom was able to knock it off. <laughs> it's like, knock it off, knock it off, cutting off all those balls. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. That's my Mr. Mom voice. I don't know. <laughs> so next I'm week, Mr. Mom. Next week, Josh is going to watch Mr. Mom and find out what uh, Michael Keaton actually sounds like. Um, wow. <laughs> that scene. That, that wasn't Michael Keaton. That was the actual Mr. Mom. Oh, Mr. Jebediah Mom. <laughs> That what? the movie was based on. <laughs> yes. Oh, that makes N- so much sense. NLV, NLV, what do we got? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Pat. National Lampoon's Vacation. Oh, wow. Oh, well, Knock that's... it off, Patrick. <laughs> TV, Dallas, 60 Minutes, Quiet Dynasty, <laughs> and The A-Team are the top four TV shows. Oh, uh, there's one more for movies. Yeah, you missed oh, a was? movie. Oh, I mean, that's not a movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger becomes a U.S. citizen on September 16th. Yay! I want to do an Arnold show. We know. At some point. <laughs> probably will. Yeah, eventually. Uh, sport. On September 11th, the 103rd U.S. Open Tennis Championship, Jimmy Connors beats Ivan Lendy. Lendl. Lendl. That's an L. Lendl, okay. 6-3, uh, 67, 7-5, 6-0, oh, and Martina 
Navalodia? Navratilova. Navratilova. Okay, her. Beats Chris Everett Lloyd, 6 to 1, 63. I don't know what And Martina is. Navratilova might be more metal than Kiss. <laughs> well, let me research. Just say it. I'm going to research her. I can do that now. Research. Definitely than Kiss. Oh, yeah, she's definitely more metal than Kiss. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> September 9th. I'm kind of surprised you didn't know who she was. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I kind of am too. I mean, uh, not necessarily because you follow tennis, just because she's the sort of personality that they would have talked about on Johnny Carson. Oh, yeah. In that era. <clears throat> no. Yeah, she was, she was a well-known pop figure during her time and being in tennis at the top of the tennis world. Well, she beat Chris Everett Lloyd. She, she was like the number one tennis player by far for a lot of years and was was kind of known for just dominating i mean look at how bad she beat christopher lloyd who was a pretty damn good tennis player herself she beat yeah. christopher lloyd like doc brown great scott <laughs> i was surprised you didn't comment on pat saying she was a pop figure because <laughs> i think he meant pop culture figure right. rather than small vinyl figure with a large head right <clears throat> she might have had a large head maybe that's why she was so good at tennis does that factor into it no i'm i meant she was she was a soda figurine oh she was made of diet coke all right i think we're done here <laughs> yeah please let's <laughs> move September on september 9th vitas girl that i can't help you with girlatis girlatis that too that's girlatis girlatis made the following comment when asked about female tennis pros 95% of the women can't play tennis i bet my house right now that the number 100 man could beat Martina Narlovia. Unlike Bobby Riggs, he was never given a chance to prove that statement. Oh, that's... I'm sure he was winning friends all over the place. <laughs> yeah, making lots of friends. Yep. <laughs> American Drury Gallagher sets the record for the fastest swim around Manhattan. Six hours, 41 minutes, and 35 seconds on September 7th. He then crazy. got out of the water and joined the California Raisins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at the sports and like I know all of the names up until the Drury Gallagher and I don't know why I know so much about 1980s tennis. <laughs> like it wouldn't have been something if you'd asked me, Josh, how much do you know about 1980s tennis? I would have said I not very much. I I think. No, your dad came into your room wrong. at night and whispered trivia about 80s tennis. Apparently, this will this will be useful someday. This will be useful in the twee. How did he know about the twee? The twee is gone. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd is not the same as Chris Everett Lloyd. Twee out. And <laughs> <laughs> out. All right, main show, road trips. All right, so when we oh, were kids, man. there were days we would take, and during the summer, sometimes during break, in uh, Christmas break or whatever, and we'd get in the car and drive a long time and go somewhere yeah. that you didn't really want to go sometime. Maybe you did. Don't know. But it was all about that trip. Are we there yet? No. <laughs> I'll turn this show around and we're going to go right home. <laughs> Stop kicking the seat. So uh, road trips when we were kids. I think first thing we need to do is define road trip. How yeah, far? what constitutes, what would you call a road trip? Yeah, well, I mean, because like my family, we had uh, a cabin up in Wisconsin and that was like a maybe an hour and a half drive. Up to like Zion. I see. I was going to say two hours was going to be my cutoff, and even that's pushing it. But at two hours, you've got a spot where someone might have to stop for a bathroom break. It's about the shortest car trip you could take where you'd actually think about bringing snacks or drinks for the trip. I think anytime you, you prepare yourself for a trip by taking more than what you could fit into two hands. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, like I mean, any, at any time you can take a you know a soda, your phone, and a candy bar or whatever. You can fit. That's easy. You can drive. You're driving wherever. 
But like if you're taking like, you know, a suitcase. If you if a cooler is involved. Yeah, definitely if a cooler's involved. Oh yeah. Yeah. So well what do we say, road trip? Anything over an hour and a half? Anything where you have to pack a suitcase. Hmm. We have to pack something of any yeah, kind. Oh, yeah. We have to pack clothes. We were, yeah, going overnight somewhere. Yeah. Okay. So my, my Wisconsin trips were out because we very rarely, well, we stayed overnight once in a while, but it was like, I mean, come on, it was like Bolingbrook to uh, the border of Wisconsin, so it wasn't that bad. But Yeah, I, I think those would qualify. I mean, basically, you could grab a suitcase to stay overnight at somebody's house, like in your area, and that probably wouldn't count. Yeah. So over an, uh, over an hour and a half drive, and you have to stay overnight. A change of, a change of clothes. Right. Okay. All right. So how did you guys travel? Are we sticking with just automobile trips? Well, we well, had. A, I mean, growing up, we had a big, uh, big blue van. Uh-oh. It was a conversion van, van with the captain <clears throat> seats and everything, and oh wow, had like the gaming table in the middle that you could take up and lift out and put the ta- put the bed down, all that kind of stuff. So that's what we did most of our road, well, all of our road trips on really as a family, especially. Every July, we would drive up to Missouri to see my grandmother for her birthday because her birthday was July 4th. So we spent every July 4th. Really? Up in Missouri. Yep. She's born on the 4th of July, huh? Yep. Now, I would definitely say that a road vehicle is required for a road trip. If you're going to the airport, it's a vacation, but it's not a road trip. Okay. Fair enough. So you're on the road. Our vehicle of choice for many, many years, 1977 Volkswagen bus. Nice. And it was that Volkswagen. What color do you think of when you think Volkswagen bus? Orange. Exactly. Orange with the cream top. <laughs> oh, yeah, the dreamsicle bus. Yep. <clears throat> and that's what we had driving around. My dad would um, we would camp out a lot. And my dad got a, a blow-up mattress and a piece of plywood, built a bed in the back so you can fold back the back seat and just lay the bed back there. And you, we would sit on that bed while traveling. It was pretty cool. What did you have, Joel? Uh, well, ironically enough, I had uh, both of what you guys mentioned. Um, the conversion gro- bus? Yeah. Growing up for most of, of my life, my dad drove VW vans. He had three of them. They were all named Herman. There was a blue one, a, well, there's a white one, then a blue one, and then an orange one with a pop top, cream colored, um, where it had the, the cot, well, the like cot thing that you could spread across the, the front, the front seats. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hooks. And then the pop top, which had a bed, and then the back seat folded down, so you could t- technically sleep four comfortably. Now, was this was this a va- uh, like a Vanagon Volkswagen Vanagon? I I have no idea. Okay, because I, I don't know what you would call it. <clears throat> yeah, because I know I know that the I think the, the difference in age between you and I is where they stopped making the VW bus and they started making the Vanagon. So did that? I think you and I had different cars. But it it sounds very similar, but it it, it could have been. I mean, I because that would have been about. Probably like eighty four, eighty five at that point. Oh yeah, that's that's probably what you had. But he got a conversion van later, cause like Pat was talking about. But that was I don't think I I don't think I took too many trips into that because we used to drive it to Nebraska all the time to see my uh, grandma and aunt and uncle, and we'd go up there for like Christmas and Thanksgiving and stuff. And we'd always road trip it up there, and he had that for later. But all the early years, it was the VW van with you know <clears throat> sterno cans and and beef stew on the sterno can out out. In the uh, the RV parks with uh, you know bologna and cheese sandwiches. <laughs> so, Josh, what about you, man? 
Uh, well, I was, I've mentioned once or twice on the show before, one of my dad's hobbies was collecting and restoring antique cars. Ooh. And for years, we didn't take those because they're a little higher maintenance and a little more difficult to deal with if they broke down. Uh, so for the bulk of the time we'd take cross-country trips, it would have been in the Cadillac Brome when he was driving that. <clears throat> but after he sold the Cadillac, my dad got like a little two-seater that had – uh, one of those rumble seats that's not really a seat in the back. Oh, Like you could yeah. put a kid up there. Yeah. And you could look out the back while you were driving? Yeah, but it was really you could, just... You could put a kid up there if you didn't really care too much about him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that explains your brother. So that's the thing. Yeah, when he had that, when we were driving around the neighborhood, we had to, like, trade off who had to sit back there. So we didn't do that for road trips. We'd end up having to take uh, one of the older cars, and usually it'd be the 1960 Buick Electra, which oh, a nice. lot of people called the Batmobile because it had the uh, big, like, fins. fins on the side. Nice. Oh, it's a gorgeous car that I never really got to drive because I never learned to drive stick. <gasps> I just looked it up. That thing's beautiful. Oh, yeah. What color did was it? Did it have a red phone in it? No, it did not have a red <laughs> phone in it. Uh, to answer your question, Mike, it was uh, champagne colored. Oh, yeah. Well, that is a sweet ride. Yeah, it really was. Oh, man, I'm jealous. And I had a bus. <laughs> and, if, and if you drove to Adam West's house, he was contractually obligated to get in and drive around with you. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I bet he would, too. Couldn't <laughs> stop him, actually. <laughs> no, god damn it, get out! So, okay, so we all had some pretty sweet rides driving around. Did Pat, did you tell us about your ride? Yeah, I, I talked about Betsy, the big big blue Betsy. Oh, that's yeah. right, yeah. That was literally three minutes ago. I have a short-term <laughs> memory loss. Who said so that? What show are we doing now? Alzheimer's <laughs> show? Alzheimer's show, yep. So, motherfucking snacks. You're on the road for a long time. What do you guys got to eat? Trail mix. It would yeah. depend on, on who was who the road trip was. It was with my parents. Um, they didn't really do snacks. It was, you know, we'd stop for the meals. Like I said, the bologna sandwich with the, the, the lettuce and the mustard and the mayo and, uh, you know, some chips or something. And then maybe we'd stop it and beef jerky would be the order of the day. Um, when I got older and would road trip. Well, we'll get to that in the second half. But yeah. My, my father used to make beef jerky all the time. So we had his, his make beef it? jerky. Ooh. And then he was always he was always like you, you Josh. He was a big Whoppers nut, so we'd oh. always have that big carton of Whoppers every road trip. Nice. We had Gorp. My dad, what? my dad made his uh, trail mix. Big old Ziploc bag full of raisins, peanuts, M and M's, and something else. Gorp. Gorp. Is that what he called it? That's what it was called. Gorp. G O R P. Never heard of this. What? Never heard of Gorp. No. I'm. Let's have a show. You've of heard of Gorp? Yeah. Yeah. Gorp. Peanuts, raisins, I actually have heard of it, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were setting Mike up for something. <laughs> no, no. I, it, st- it stands for Good Old Raisins and Peanuts. Oh, okay. Yeah. You've never nice. heard of that. Wow. It's not the Robin Williams movie. Okay. <laughs> the World According to Gorp. Yeah, have that and um, the granola bars. Yeah, I've always I, I've, I've always liked trail mix, too, so I've, I've heard that phrase before. I think that's why. Yeah. Hmm. Josh, what about you, man? Thinking about it, I mean, most of the time, we weren't really allowed to eat in the car. Um, but especially not in that. Yeah. Uh, when we did have something, it was probably something simple, simple like crackers, uh, especially like the, the cheese crackers mm. or, uh, goldfish. A lot of snacks that I don't actually care for right now, actually. Captain's wafers. Oh, I like the captain's wafers, but I, I didn't have those until I was an adult. Is it captain's wafers with the peanut butter or the cheese? 
Uh, you can get them in a number of different varieties. Nice. As yeah, long as you're an adult. Like sour cream and onion now and stuff, too. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah that's I've one never of heard favorites. of these Captain's Wafers. I, yeah. What is that? It's like Ritz with peanut butter between them. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're a little cheaper yeah. than some of the other cheese crackers, and they are delicious. I've actually got some in the house right now. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff, man. Good lunchtime stuff. Um, so here's the question. How did you leave? Because I think this is different for everybody. What do you mean like, by leave? Like, here's, here's our traditional, we're getting, we're going on vacation. The night before, my dad puts a canoe on the roof, ties everything down. Everything is in the car except for pretty much yourself and your pillow. You wake up in the morning in your pajamas. You get in the car and fall back asleep. My dad drives until he gets hungry, which is usually to the border of Illinois, depending on which way we're going. And uh, then we stop at some mom-and-pop diner and have uh, breakfast. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, in your pajamas? In our pajamas. And then we would change in the bathroom, get get dressed, wash our face, get in the car, and keep going. Huh. <laughs> yeah. And the best thing about it was is that when we went in different places, we would find these, like, my mom would be like, that place looks good. Why? How do you know? It's fucking Formica everywhere. <laughs> so, no, there would be, uh, no, I'd be stop at a little mom and pop place. And eventually, you know, like when we would go uh, to Door County, one of those, one of our uh, go-to places, we'd go camping up there. There was like a specific mom and pop place that we would reach and that would be breakfast. And then you'd mm. stop and get chocolate chip pancakes or whatever. And then you get back in the car and go. Hmm. No, was, how about you guys? We just kind of got in the car. Organized as Carl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, what I remember is that we'd get up in, in the morning, and my dad would task my brother and I to carry all the crap out to the car. And I got really good at at lugging large loads of things in one trip. I didn't want to go. <laughs> I didn't. I, shut up. <laughs> Have a seat over there, Pat. I didn't want to do it like I didn't want to have to go back and forth. So I would just grab as much stuff as possible and, and lug it out. And uh, it kind of impressed my dad. But um, we'd load up the car and then we'd get it get going. And usually, I mean, if we stop somewhere to eat, it was kind of the same thing as you, Michael. We'd go to uh, wherever was on the side of the road. And, and I will never forget, we did a road trip across Canada. Uh, we were in Montreal and we stopped at this place. And I have, to this day, I've not had a cheeseburger as good is the one I had in Montreal. <clears throat> wow. So, Same yeah, lot. find some of the great stuff when you do, do that kind of... We should get you deported so you can go have a really good... <laughs> <laughs> go back to Canada. Shut up. See, we had a Canada trip also, but I'll, I'll get into that later. Go ahead. What about Pat? Did you guys... Anything? Nothing fancy. I mean, we just... It was basically shove everything in the car that we need, get in, and just drive... Yeah. There was absolutely no planning other than just having it mapped out. Yeah, my dad had stuff pretty much planned, as you can guess. Yeah. Josh, jump in the car and go? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I think it frequently, unless it was a really big trip and we'd have to do multiple suitcases, I, I wasn't even packed until right before loading up the car. Hmm. <clears throat> okay, so now you're driving. Got a uh, big old haul between you. and the, Usually, my dad, my dad could go like, one time he drove straight to Disney World in one shot. What? Yes. How did you? He, he, he stopped for like a half an hour and slept in one of the, the truck stops. Woke up, got just kept going. I've done that too. I, I, I've driven a good twenty hours at a time, but that's a that's a good stretch though. Yeah. That's longer than yeah. that's about that's about thirty hours. <clears throat> yeah. How many miles is I've that? Ever done? That's, that's a hell of a haul. I mean, to tell you, but it was for us. We fell asleep in the car. We woke up. We were at Disney World, so it was like, ah, Disney World is so close. Right. <laughs> and yeah. your dad slept for four days and missed all of it. And, and Mike had a UTI. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
because you didn't stop. And what are you doing sleeping 30 hours? What are they, drug you? Is that giving you Benadryl? They knew it was good for him. <laughs> right. Yes. Okay, from Chicago to Disney World. Is... I, th- I think you just basically got inceptioned is what happened. Yeah, more than likely. <laughs> well, see, Mike had a fear of uh, cars, so they'd always have to slip something into his milk. It's cheeseburger. Yeah. They'd always shave my head into a mohawk before we left, too. I never understood that. <laughs> but just now. 16 hours and 47 minutes, 1,159 miles. That's not as bad as I thought, actually. No. Well, I mean, I, do, I go from... Well, I'm not impressed anymore. Screw that. From here to Destin. I've done it in a straight shot a couple times. But no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I could do that. But I usually drive close to 200 miles a day anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you bring to pass the time on this trip? This is This is... My favorite thing on road trips, I mean, we would do the usual, you know, uh, the license plate game or you, you know, sing songs or whatever. But my favorite thing was those little um, books that you could get. They were the, <gasps> they were kind of rectangular shaped. And the they orange had, like, ones the with the magic pen? Yeah, with like the invisible ink <gasps> oh, and, yeah. and uh, like the Mad Lib ones. And man, I would just, that was like the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, those were fun. Yeah, definitely Mad Libs, Magic Pen, uh, Presto Magics. Uh, oh, Mr. Woolly, the magnetic game, too. Oh, yeah, oh. with the beard? Oh, I thought you yeah. were talking about the... Uh, Not the guy that was in the trunk, no. No. <laughs> Not the guy from the rest stop. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's prickly. That must what be Mr. Woolly. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, Pat, books? So, yeah, we, we did books. We did a lot of... We had we had Mad Libs, but um, we had some... Uh, uh, cassette tapes because we would we actually got our neighbors would record music off of movies for us because they had the hookup back then and I'm, they did the great favor for us in one year in recording all the music from Annie for us so that was awesome wow that is a hard knock life yeah that was six fucking hours <laughs> <Annie>. nice <laughs> yeah um I couldn't. I, I never. Still to this day, I can't. I can't read in a car. I get motion sickness and a headache and all that kind of crap. So, shockingly, I, I know. What? Pat did taxidermy. <laughs> no, I mean I was big on games, though. I mean, um, whatever kind of board games I could get my sister to play, or whatever kind of travel versions of games we could play. But if nobody was willing to play anything with me, this is how nerdy I was. I used to just sit and play chess by myself. With What's my little magnetic chess set. Would you win? Sometimes. <laughs> but I was pretty good, so it w- I was hard to beat. <laughs> what did you do? I played solo, solo chess. All right. This Mr. is really meta. I mean, if you, <clears throat> if you don't know, uh, there, that's actually not uncommon among like real like uh, people that play competitive chess to play against yourself. Sure. You just try different strategies against you know yourself and kind of... I mean, it's it takes a little bit of the suspense out of it, you know, because but it's still interesting. I don't yeah. know, I've had him beat for the last six moves. He only has ten moves left. I don't know why he's still playing. <laughs> this guy should surrender. He's just done. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure we always had like some little toy from a garage sale or something, whether that was a trivia game or a tr- like a Pat said, a travel board game. Though uh, we didn't do too much of that. Yeah, we did. We did the alphabet game. We have to find the the words that start with the different letters. And on one trip, when we drove up, we did a Canada trip up to Quebec, and that's where I discovered um, John Carter of Mars because we, we stopped at a bookstore the night before, and I was, and I was like, I need something to read. We're driving forever, and the guy's. I like, thought he was living there. Sorry, <laughs> it was. And, and John Carter worked at the bookstore. So. It's like, here, read this book about me. <laughs> 
I don't know why he sounds like a carnival barker, but <laughs> he kind of sounds like Mr. Mom in disguise. <laughs> Look at how high I can jump. Read my book. I'm gonna Knock feed my ba- I'm gonna feed my baby chili. <laughs> what about I Spy? Do you guys play that? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, we never did. I mean, I think generally when we were in the car, uh, the parents were like driving or navigating, and most of the time, my brother and I were kind of just doing our own thing, like. Uh, uh, not playing too many games. Sure, we do the uh, some of the look out the window type games for a little bit, but yeah, yeah my, my sister and I at that you know at most of those points you know I was never cool enough to talk to my sister, uh, so I would just sit there and do my little nerd stuff, either playing playing chess against myself or you writing play, Dungeons and Dragons modules that I didn't have any friends to play too. with me. <laughs> what? Say, that's role playing by himself. Yeah, he's, yep. he's, <laughs> I'm drawing dungeons and castles that will never be played. Oh, you know, oh, that, you know what that reminds me? You know what else got me through was, uh, those choose your own adventure books, the fighting oh. fantasy game books, man. Yeah. Totally. Uh-huh. That three of those in a paradise and I'm good. You'd like to hear more about that. You can check out our show. I'm not actually sure that one's up. Is that one in the archives? Uh, that would be Cheesy Yams over Aardvarks. I think that is. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. oh yeah. It's, it, it's, it, you can get a detox show if it's not there yet. It will but. be by the time you hear this. Okay. <laughs> that was Fair enough. Okay. That was the uh, last time that Mike tried the anagram game. Yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. Well, cartoon <laughs> books, too, like uh, Garfield and stuff. That was another thing that I used to Sure. Take. Yeah. Now, Mike mentioned custom tunes. What about you guys? I know the Cadillac had an 8-track player. So one on our trip to Canada, we had a couple of 8-tracks of, like, like uh, the complete catalog of Simon and Garfunkel, which I, I don't think I'd really listened to a bunch of them before that trip, but I really liked those. And uh, like we barely changed the music all the way up. The other one was Meltilis, so that's why you didn't change it. And, and BTO. <laughs> I like BTO. Because A-Track. Um, we didn't, I, I don't remember too much about the music that was played. I mean, when I was really young, I know uh, my dad has always been a classical guy. So, I mean, he would usually play classical music, if anything. Um, but as I got older and I got a Walkman and then a Discman, I, I used to play my music and just listen to music like the entire time when I wasn't being harassed by my brother. So, you know, hmm. it was cassette tape. When, when you weren't being force fed Jack Daniels by your brother. <laughs> Drink it. No. That, that was later. <laughs> yeah, he waited until you were 14. So any good old stories from out on the road? From then? From then. Hmm. I got some from now. But, uh, <laughs> no, that bad. No, wait, wait. Okay, so. Um, oh, good. Here, let, let me lead out. We're driving to, I want to say Colorado. Yeah, Colorado, maybe. I don't even remember. We're on a turnpike. Solid, solid traffic. Wall to wall. Everyone's doing 70. My dad is in the left-hand lane right next to the, next to the, uh center of the road and as he's driving there's maybe two car lengths ahead of him and all i know is that he he just goes oh crap later on i discovered that there was a family of ducks in the center lane in the center of the road and as the car ahead of him passed the baby ducks walked right out into the street to get Oh, <laughs> so he just ran him over. Well, what's he gonna do? And my mom, I remember my mom be like, "What are you gonna do?" And he's just like, "Hit him!" <laughs> yeah, like, I can't stop. You know, I'm you know, gonna- the, what's crazy is that happened to me on a trip up to Gen Con when I was driving. You hit uh, exactly same thing where the ducks like I swerve left, they'd move left. I'd swerve right, they'd move right. And I got most of them. We had walkie-talkies at <laughs> that time. I said I got most of them. Lots of well, points. Well, that's the thing. See that is, I got uh, them all. They swerve uh, right into it. 
like because behind us like i hear over the walkie-talkie it's like uh i hear gretchen on the walkie-talkie she's like there are ducks in the road and she's like oh and i'm like crap and then uh, i hear dean over the walkie-talkie don't worry the trucker behind you picked up the spare (laughs) (laughs) yeah we stopped at the we stopped at the at like one of the the roadside things (laughs) later my we opened the door my mom immediately grabs my sister and leads her away from the car. In the meantime, my dad's finding like a, a, a hose and is hosing <laughs> off the front of the bus because there was like feather and blood everywhere. Nice. <laughs> the funny thing is we just kept driving to Gen Con. <laughs> I was pulling feathers out of my grill for months. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I'm, I'm not. you run over an Indian chief. Not letting that uh, dry on there. So that 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 was one thing I remember a lot. Man. Joel, anything for you, man? Um, well, I remember one time we had been driving. We got to where we were going to stay the night. And like I said, we used to stay in RV parks. We never stayed in a hotel except the time we went to New York. But um, so we're in an RV park and I had to piss and there wasn't like anywhere to go. So at this point, I, I needed to go because we just got there. So I immediately ran to the back of the the van and... <laughs> I start to piss and I look down and there's a fucking huge snake like right by my feet. And I jumped and took off with my pants still down around my ankles. <laughs> oh, man. I If I hadn't have been pissing, I probably would have pissed myself. And this whole conversation has just gone full circle. Man, that's so the one reason why I don't like pissing outside. Yep. I'm going to tell you guys a story about um, a road trip that, that my mother was on with her sisters simply for this one little story. Um, and I'm going to give you a very condensed version. You guys have all met my mother, so you'll understand how funny this is. And I'm sorry for the listeners who won't be able to appreciate just how funny this is. But long story short, um, one of the one of the kids that was with them, because it was like, you know, cousins and all kinds of people. You know, it was like 10 people in a van or whatever, all driving together. Got sick and vomited on my my mother's pants, and so she had to you know go and get. Go, they had to pull into the closest convenience store to try to find she her. She wasn't wearing them. Hmm? Nothing. <laughs> Just... so, so to try to find her something to wear while you know you know. So she the only thing she came, she came out with the only thing that could that could fit her that she could find that my my sixty year old mother or fifty five whatever she was at that point mother comes out of the truck stop wearing. Bright pink sweatpants that say "juicy" on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's uh, awesome. Oh, uh, so funny. Yeah, we had. Let's see, other things that happened in the. My mom has this weird thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> we be yeah, driving. It's called her son. Yeah, driving, and uh, she goes, "Carl, roll down the window." Now, initially, he would just be like, "Okay, fine." He rolled down his window. Where my mom would have this game where she could try to spit her gum out my dad's window. Which, in retrospect, my dad having a piece of gum lodged in his ear while he's driving probably wasn't the best idea. But that was that was a big game. Was my mom spitting the gum out the window? She used to do that a lot. And then there was one time where we stopped and we wound up at a Motel Six, and she did not. Uh, she didn't like the way the whole place looked because mainly because it was a Motel Six. Maybe my dad pushed the dresser in front of the door because if the place caught fire, apparently we need to climb over a dresser. <laughs> What you need in a case of a fire is something flammable in front of the door. Yes. Right. So, sleep here. We fall asleep. The next morning, she's like, 
time to get up. It's eight o'clock. We got to get on the road. This, that, and the other. It's time for us to roll. Let's get going. And everyone's like, all right, fine. get up. My dad, even my dad's like, all right, go get ready, get in the car, drive out. And my dad's like, all right, let's get breakfast. Why is nothing open? <laughs> my mom had changed the clock in the, in the hotel room to two hours or, uh, later. So she said it was eight. It was actually like five in the morning. Nothing was <laughs> open. She just wanted to get the hell out of that hotel. So we're driving around. We, we weren't able to eat for like an hour and a half. My dad still gets kind of pissed about thinking about it. But we... <laughs> now, did you guys have standard locations that you'd go to for these trips? I know that, uh, we had at least one. Uh, there was an annual, like, car parts rally where everyone would, like, sell their excess and trade or buy rare car parts for antique cars. And there'd always be a pork chop dinner on the second day. Um, that was something we did annually for a while. What was it? You know, I don't remember. I was fairly young when that was a family trip. Probably stopped doing that when I was 11 or 12. I don't remember any specific places that we would stop or anything like that. So we had, um, um, there might have been, but I don't, I don't remember them. We had Door County was our number one. We'd go there all the time. Uh, go camping up there. Lots of campfires, lots of, you know, s'mores and that sort of thing. And then we would Wait, just... do, you, do you mean destinations? I thought you meant like places we would stop on the way. No, like I was talking about destinations. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Did you have a destination or did you just? Well, like, yeah, we drive went, around? we went certain places all the time. Yeah, but go ahead, finish yours. Mike. Oh, no, we would Door County and that's where I got, I learned about wine because mm-hmm. we, we would go to, uh, Von Steele Winery on the way home. And then my, they have the obligatory, what did I do on my summer vacation? And I wrote about, uh, the proper use of yeast and, uh, <laughs> fermentation process and that sort of thing for wine. And then the teacher's like, I ran a still for my grandpa. It's <laughs> like, Mr. and Mrs. Teske, uh, Michael wrote uh, every year, in fact, writes about <clears throat> him going to, you know, how to make wine. So I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. We went to She's wineries. Like, went learning to, a trade. Yeah. I mean, that's when hiking, when canoeing, went to wineries. Nice. Yeah. I know we did uh, both Arizona and uh, California a few times to visit both my godmother and one of my aunts, in addition to the whole pork chop thing. Pork chops are awesome. Agreed. People complain about them, but they just don't know how to cook them, that's all. Yeah, they were like barbecue pork chops, too. They were That was like one of the highlights Ooh, of the chop. summer. With apples? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. <clears throat> Joel, do you have anything like that? Well, Pat, did you have destinations that you were going to say? Oh, the main one we, um, like I said, which we every year we went to Hannibal, Missouri. Um, wh- one year we did a road trip to uh, Walt Disney World and Epcot and all that stuff. You know, and it was Epcot had just finished being built. It was the first year it was open, so they were still building some of the stuff. It was pretty cool, but most uh, of the time it was my grandmother's. Which where did she? She was in Texas, also. No, that was Hannibal, Missouri. Oh, and that's right. You said Missouri. That's right. It's the Alzheimer's show. Um, <laughs> For me, like I mentioned earlier, Lincoln, Nebraska was, the more I think about it, the more we were constantly on the road, it seems like. But, um, Lincoln, Nebraska, since my, my, uh, grandma and, and aunt and uncle and cousins were out there, I mean, we, we went there for all the major holidays. That was about a four hour drive from Kansas City. Um, we also used to go to Argonia, Kansas, which is where my mom grew up. It's a little town in Kansas and, uh, Oklahoma. Those were like the, the main places, uh, we would go to m- the most often, but, I mean, I literally spent a good portion of every summer going somewhere. Um, I mean, I've been back and forth across the United States um, and hit most of the states and then back and forth across Canada, too. 
So have you been uh, everywhere? I, I've been everywhere, man. It's it feels like it. I mean, I, there's certain states that I, I would still like to go to. I mean, and and we definitely kind of stuck to certain areas. It wasn't like we literally went one side or the other, but it felt like it sometimes with as much as we were on the road. Yeah, but, I myself throughout my life have I've driven everywhere but the northeast of America. Yeah, see, and that's where we had my dad's my dad's dad was from New York, so you know we spent a lot more time up east than we did. I mean, west was kind of uh, was the the place I went the least, so I think that's why I've enjoyed going there as an adult. So, plus California is just beautiful. I, I had a layover there once. <laughs> what about road trip food? Best or worst? You remember? Any? I gave you my best. That damn cheeseburger. Uh, found a mealworm in my salad at Shoney's once. Well, who hasn't really? <laughs> I think that's in their slogan. Free <laughs> mealworm with every salad. <laughs> yeah. We menu. put the meal in mealworms. Their, their menu has a picture of a salad with a mealworm waving at you. Hey! Waiter, there's no mealworm in my salad. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I got two. And a hot boiled egg. <laughs> All right. So here's, here's, well, since this was before 2000, Road, uh, do we do any road trips in college? Gen Con, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Gen Con would be probably the, the, I mean, I used to road trip back and forth to Kansas City constantly, but. Uh, the house in the rock. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Never, yeah. yeah. We did that <laughs> once or twice. Never. That's right. We did do the house in the rock. I still, I've never, I've not been back there since then. I want to go. Uh, oh, did, yeah. Did anybody ever go to Eau Claire with me and Sarah? I don't think anybody did. I don't uh, think so. Hmm. I know, well, let's see, I remember driving, there was one where we all had the van, we drove up to Gen Con in a van. What? Huh? It was like 98, I was, we were already married there, so like 98, 99, probably not. I don't think I was there for that one. I don't think you were, well, I don't know. But I don't I, remember going in a van. I know, I know that I drove a van back from Gen Con one year, and don't was remember. Was that the year that you got arrested for Grand Theft Auto? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> now it's starting to all join together. Um, <laughs> no, but there was, I, I, what I, the only thing I do remember is that on the way back, I have no recollection of passing up anything from like the edge of Indi- of uh, Illinois, and then I re- next thing I remember was passing O'Hare. And you was, went a little too far? No, I was, we were driving home. We're going back to Chicago, and I was just kind of like, oh, you know, there's Illinois. And then I kind of like, I blink. I'm like, oh, I'm at O'Hare now. Where did the last 25 miles go? <laughs> just like I completely blanked out on that. And then Joel and I, we drove up once together. Yeah, we in did. my old Oldsmobile. And yeah, listen. we've done that trip twice now, but yeah, that's when we uh, made the stop for, we were like, uh, dude, let's stop at one of these porn shops and get Pat some gay octogenarian porn. <laughs> yeah, and that immediately became not funny as soon as we walked in there. Right, as soon as we realized that, that ki- at that point in time, if you wanted to buy hardcore pornography, it was like 30 or 40 bucks, and we're college students still. Well, fresh oh. out of college. No, that was that was married, dude. Yeah, exactly. So it was still it was, had no money. We had no money, and so yeah, it was no longer funny. Yeah, we walked <laughs> in there and we're like, "Uh, this is really creepy." He's like, "Where's the yeah. old people porn?" And he points you to an entire wall. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> he pointed to us. There were actually a couple of old people there, and they're just like, "Take a picture; it'll last longer." <laughs> Straight out of Amsterdam. Yeah, on Ghetto. Stopping at the uh, Mars Cheese Castle on the way back one year. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, Joel I like that place. Yeah, I got the picture of Joel eating the mustard clean out of the uh, straight out of the bottle. <laughs> I, was yeah. too. I just remember the little restaurant in there because they'd give you a Schuler's bar cheese, and I could just go through tub after tub of that stuff. Oh, Schuler's bar cheese is delicious. Yeah, spreadable horseradish cheddar. Mm-hmm. Cheese. Mm. Pat knows all about cheese. I was just thinking about the mac and cheese I got there. Man, that was good. That was like 15, 16 years ago, man. 
I can remember all my mac and cheese events. <laughs> oh. Now, did you guys ever do any of the tourist trappy kind of stuff? We like did. stopping to see the world's largest golf ball, stuff like that? Yeah, or attractions at the destination. Grace, I, I always stop at Graceland when I'm driving back and forth to Gen Con. Nice. Is I love Graceland. It's so delightfully tacky. <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> Just like Elvis. Yeah. We would stop at museums. Yep, same. Yeah. We're going to stop at this museum. Oh, cool. We're going to go to the train does museum. It, does anybody here stop <laughs> at the historical markers? I've always wanted to, but I never have. I, I did once. It was just a box of Sharpies. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird, man. Historical They're just really, really ancient. These are I, all dried out. What good are they? I remember our Canada trip uh, ended up going through Niagara Falls on the Canada side and then down through New York. Wow. And on the Canada side of New York, we hit, like, all of the tourist traps. We hit, like, uh, the Wax Museum, Ripley's Believe It or Not. There was, like, a Edgar Allan Poe House of Horrors uh, museum. Hmm. They're all so badass. We spent, like, three days just doing all these tourist trap kind of stuff. You ever going to go back to the, the, the Poe Museum? I think if it's still there, I'd love to. Oh, you were supposed to say Nevermore. Oh. Oh. Thanks, hmm. Matt. Sorry. The worst one was the doll museum <laughs> that was fucking terrifying by worst do you mean best i mean i mean just lifeless eyes everywhere a couple just rooms like that in house there. on the rock yeah oh yeah house on the rock man we did that one year oh my god we thought it wasn't we literally thought we were gonna die in there because once we hit like the the room with the giant squid in it and we're like that we're just about done we ran out of things to see and there was a whole display of nothing but old avon cologne bottles and realized that they were running out of things to show and we turned the corner and the four horsemen of the apocalypse were standing there and then we're like this is where we die <laughs> true story yeah first time i showed my wife the house on the rock right before you get into the room that is the 50 foot tall giant squid fighting the whale there is a small diorama of it and i had her focus on the diorama of it like pointed it out in particular and didn't tell her what was around the corner <laughs> So, yeah, we're looking. It's like, yeah, this thing's pretty badass. You've got this battle between these titans and then just hit around the corner and you've just got this massive, like, these things are building size fighting each other. Yeah, those are huge. You know, I've never been to the House of the Rock. Really? Really? Yep, I never went. You know what you need to do? Uh, drop acid. <laughs> no. No. And don't do that. No, and then and then pretty much don't. It just saved you a trip. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> on acid instead yeah yeah i yeah. love taking people to the house on the rock for their first time yeah i think every time you guys went i was working so. we should so, next yeah. time you're up here we should make that a uh, a podcast event yes a whole crowd of us go up to the house on the rock and record pat walking through it yeah we'll put <laughs> it we'll put, we'll put a gopro on pat <laughs> yes um we did all that we did all the museums too i mean if it, the, this the smaller the museum the more likely it was we were going to go um it seemed like i mean not every every trip if we were not somewhere where there was family we were going to some sort of a and, and that was the other thing we had family reunions like every couple of years and so it was like fun trip family reunion fun trip family reunion <laughs> and then so. i like how you contrast those yeah family reunion and then fun trip <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, the family reunions are okay, but, you know, you've seen people two, three years ago. You've seen them. Yeah. It's been not enough time. Yeah. They're not going to change every year. Exactly. So, plus there were multiple family reunions. So, it's four years for one, two years for the other, and I don't know. Never seemed to end. But anyway. I have not been to a family reunion since I was about 16. My family doesn't have reunions. Mine is trying to have one right now, but I'm probably not going. Yeah. 
are pretty good. Yeah, my wife's family does them uh, just about every year, and I'll talk more about that in the second half of the show. All right. So it's definitely being now. Yeah. Now let's, uh, you want to take a break and come back and talk about road tripping now? Sure. I think it's a good time. I got to go fuel up anyway. Right on. All right. So we'll be back. Yeah. Pop in the eight track. And uh, when we come back, (laughs) uh, we'll uh, talk about hitting the road. Right on. All right, everybody, we are back, and we are going to talk about road trips now, because things have changed since then. Some of us are married. Some of us are Some of us don't have vans anymore. Yes. Some of us have children, which completely changes things. Some of I us can imagine. Still, uh, some of us are still children. Yeah. Some of us still sit in the back and wait for somebody to tell them we're turning the whole place around. <laughs> so... Do you trip more? Or do you trip often? Road trip. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it depends how many tabs I have, really. <laughs> so, do you guys find yourselves going on more road trips or less road trips nowadays? Less. More. I'd say more, actually. I enjoy going on road trips. I, I drive a lot. Yeah, I enjoy driving to it, but we, we actually probably do more than we, than I used to because. Well, like- I used to really enjoy flying, but I don't anymore. It's just, now it's just such a, I mean, yeah. They've just taken all the joy out of flying, and it's so just sterile and crass now. And it just there's no you know there's no fun to it. And they just cram you in as much as you can and give you as little as they possibly can get away with giving you. There's always a delay. There you can never put your seat all the way back. Yeah, it's just never comfortable. I don't I don't enjoy flying either. <clears throat> Not road trips, I- you know, I go I go by myself, so it's you know. I listen to what I want to listen to. I stop when I want to stop. I go where I want to go if I decide I want to take a side trip for a day somewhere. I do. It's, yep. it's one of the good things about being single with no children. There's there's good and bad, obviously. But, yeah, that, I mean, road trips are definitely the, the good of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, road trips, let's see. We go more often, usually travel to the in-laws because they're at the bottom of the state. And then they moved and moved further south. And then we drive down to Florida once a year, too. Then there's obligatory Indiana trip to Gen Con, which is a road trip. But, um, yeah, I go, I pretty much, I, I don't want to say go more, but it's more regularly scheduled. Hmm. You know, where it just seems yeah. like we would just go whenever when I was a kid, but now it's like we've got a, we've got a lot of, you know, just this is a schedule. This is the month that we go there. This is the month that we go here, that sort of thing. So, see, I think for me that the big difference is, is I don't really go anywhere for, like my parents did, you know, they would go, we've never been to, you know, uh, Quebec, let's go there. Or, you know, we've never been to, uh, I don't know, Oregon, let's go there. You know, it, it was just like, uh, there was a reason to go there, but it wasn't a family thing. Mm-hmm. Now it seems like since 2000 forward, it's like, if you're going somewhere and it's a road trip, it's for, there's a purpose, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's either go to Colorado or it's going to Kansas city or it was going to Chicago when I was living in, in Kansas city or Colorado. So it was very functional. Um, the basic makeup of it is similar. But yeah, it's a lot less about the joy of the trip there where you're going as it is the, the trip yeah, itself. Getting there. Very, very utilitarian now. Yeah, exactly. Mm. What about you, well, Jeff? I, for my part, I think one of the reasons it's more is because we weren't always doing car vacations when I was growing up. Uh, about every other year, we'd take something we'd have to fly to. Okay. And uh, now, I uh, can't remember the last time I've been on a plane uh, between camping trips and trips to see our in-law, my in-laws, Sarah's parents, um, and I don't know, trips to the conventions when we can do that. 
we're probably three, four road trips a year, maybe more. Yeah. Well, it was one road trip you and I took down to Winter Fantasy the one time, Josh. Oh, sure. That was fun. Making what we discovered making a U-turn on a snowy expressway leads to death. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, where is your favorite place to go nowadays? Hmm. I mean, for my part, it's hard to say because I'm I wasn't a camping guy growing up, but. You get to a point where camping is the closest thing to a real vacation that you've got the cash for. And once you've got all the stuff for it, it's fun even when you could afford to do something else. Um, and I, I never have been all that outdoorsy, but just something about the getting down there, planning something to do for the day. And when you don't have any plans, hanging out in the woods, in the tent and whatever, reading. Yeah. But I, I've also enjoyed, uh, we've been up to Monroe, Wisconsin, uh, twice now. Just this last weekend, we came back from a road trip up to Monroe where my in-laws live. And, uh, there's always trips to various cheese shops and places to buy good beer. <laughs> Meals out, including lots of sausage and more cheese and more beer. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Yep, that's Wisconsin. Cheese and beer, fireworks and porn. Oh, especially in Monroe, which has a brewery, and it's like the Swiss capital of the Midwest. So Midwest? Mm. Yes, the Midwest. Mm. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I pronounce it now. Yes. I enjoy camping also. We took the kids camping quite a few years ago with, up to um, the Ren Fair. We camped out in the Wind Ren Fair and uh, for like the Labor Day weekend. Rained as, as like the second we got the tent up, started raining. Second we took oh, the yeah. tent down, stopped raining. Uh, but you know what? You didn't hear them complain once. They just love being outside, you know. And I've also discovered, you know, setting things on fire is a lot more accepted when you're camping. So there's that. <laughs> but, um, but no, we go, we go down to Florida and that's fun. You know, we go down to, uh, her parents and that's, you know, that's a good time too. I really enjoy the drive itself. I like going, you know, going to the off roads, finding, you know, weird, weird places to eat, finding the, the roadside attractions and that sort of thing. Um, snacks, food. Do you guys bring food now? What do you got? Well, uh, um, real quick, uh, you know, you're talking about the, the drive. I agree. I, I think one of the things that I grew to love, um, once I started doing all my road trips in college and then on to now is, uh, the whole aspect of you know, being on the road and, and not having anything else to do, but just get from point A to point B, putting in, you know, your iPod or your CDs or whatever and listening to music and just kind of having a chance to kind of just enjoy the music and the, the drive itself. I mean, that's just as much fun as the destination, it seems like. Hmm. So just me personally, anyway. I I agree. I mean, I I really I really do enjoy you know a good road trip myself. So I can get, I can definitely get behind that. Yeah. But I still to this day, as far as snacks go, I still to this day take beef jerky on most of my road trips, just as kind of an homage. Oh yeah, beef jerky oh. is a standard. Yep. Yeah, snacks nowadays like it's completely the opposite from the way I was when I was a kid. If we're driving for more than an hour. Uh, Sarah and I will load up the car with way more snacks than we need. There will be like <laughs> three different sweet options, a couple different like chips or otherwise savory options, and like either uh, mini sausages or beef jerky, and then a cooler full of waters and Diet Cokes or and Coke Zeros. Yep. Like awesome. at a minimum. <laughs> and a turducken and some mac and cheese. 
<laughs> and a kegerator uh, in the trunk. But that's for it. some reason, a bottle of soy sauce. <laughs> well, and just this weekend, like I was saying, we just got back from Monroe. Monroe is only a two-hour drive from Chicago, and we had like seven different snack options and like <laughs> two uh, two cases of soda. I frequently will just destroy my car with different snacks because I I just always get a snack when I stop and get gas. So. Yeah. That's the main that's the main way I eat on when I'm on the road. I don't usually stop and get a whole lot of big meals um just cuz I don't want to be weighed yeah. down and feel like Ugh, so I just get a lot of snacky type stuff. And yeah. so I just end up leaving all the wrappers and everything in my car and, and when I get home I just clean the whole car. I, but yeah, <laughs> um when I'm 90% through a road trip my car is just disgusting. Yeah, it's pretty much like driving with kids. Yeah, with Pat it's pretty much the same thing but with more weed. Um <laughs> Yeah, same thing, Josh. I I find that that uh, you know there's usually like some honey mustard pretzels, some kind of chips, a uh, couple kinds of beef jerky. Occasionally, there's you oh. know some candy options in there. Fucking combos. Oh. Com- yep, I was gonna say combos. Definitely a uh, couple different varieties there. And you know, it seems like by the time you get to somewhere where it's technically lunch or dinner, you've been eating snacks for like the past three hours, and you're like, eh, I don't know that I feel like eating much. You know. Because you've just been chowing down on all kinds of crap. And then, of course, the cooler with, with drinks in it. Because you don't want to buy stuff at gas stations too often yeah. if you don't have to. Oh, uh, um, they're, they're getting beef jerky at different gas stations is always fun. Because you can get the the homemade kind for that area. And then... Yeah, I, I like getting the, the localized beef jerky. Yeah. Stuff in the plastic box by the register. Nice. Exactly. Yeah. Um, or powdered donuts and, uh, or, and or chocolate covered donuts. Those are also a, a fun thing to grab on the, when you stop. My my thing has been coffee because you know how I like my coffee, especially driving. Oh, yeah. uh, truck stop and diner coffee is just shit. So I actually got myself a mug that has like a French press in it. <laughs> so I bring myself a container, like a little Tupperware container full of coffee, ground coffee, and I scoop it in there. And then I go in there and just like, hey, can I just get some hot water? Like, will never charge me for hot water. Get it off the tap. Get myself a good cup of coffee on the way out. So you're getting prepared for when you're 80 at the restaurant. Pretty much, yeah. Get I just it. want some hot water. Don't charge me for tea. Yeah, it's not gonna. It's not gonna be so much as an abrupt change of direction as an easy slide to the left. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, there was one year though. We had, I was bound to determine to do the the straight shot out to uh, to Florida, and I we we stopped at like a health food store or something. It was like beforehand. Suzanne wanted to get some vitamins or something, something from like Vitamin Vitamin World, whatever. And I'm walking around, and they have like, you know, the energy. No, you low on energy here. Take this. And I got myself a 25 pack, no, 24 pack. It was two dozen of these little uh, ginseng and uh, royal jelly sippers, like a little vial of ginseng extract, a little bit of honey, and it was sweet. It wasn't. I mean, it was sweet, a little bit of bitterness to it, so it wasn't too bad, but. I drank all of those on the way down and didn't sleep for had to be 32 plus hours. I was just like, (laughs) (laughs) whereupon that that last moment hit and I just dropped like a stone. I've, (laughs) you know how I like energy drinks and that sort of thing. That's something I'm never doing again. Uh, Mike's like, well, you know what it was? That Mike, my Kool Aid are two things that he just won't drink. Oh, no, I can't drink your, I I think if I drank your Kool Aid now, it probably would kill me. (laughs) Diabetes and die. Yeah. I would, I would just, I would just go vibrate, get really blurry for a second and then have a cardiac arrest right there. <laughs> yeah, that is one thing that I do only on road trips is occasionally I'll get a five hour energy or something or uh, I, I do energy drinks every once in a while here, like at home, but uh, road trips. Yeah. At least once during the trip since you're right. Coffee. I mean, 
I unless I stop at a McDonald's or something to grab like that kind of cheap coffee. At uh, yeah, McDonald's coffee isn't too bad, but it's different from state to state because the the water that they make it with varies. You know, you, some states have hard water, some have soft water, so it's never consistent. Hmm. You know, they're. I mean, I, th- I think everybody here knows this. They are the number one sellers of coffee in America. Yep. McDonald's. Now that yeah, I'd heard that. Now that any size is down to ninety nine cents. Yeah. Yep. So and they sell it uh, for home use yep. in curry cups and uh, bags. Yeah. Uh, what about vehicles now? What are you driving now? A car. I have my I have Gandalf, my 2013 white uh, Dodge Challenger. Nice, Josh. What do you got? Uh, got a 2014 uh, Hyundai Accent. Okay. That, uh, yeah, already put. I don't know, like seventeen thousand miles on it since we bought it in January. Wow, some driving. Uh, yeah, you drive for Lyft and Uber. That happens. Uh, that's true. Yeah, we we used to have a Saturn view. Well, we well we had a we first had Katie back in two thousand. We had a Saturn uh, wagon, and Suzanne. It was one of those we're buying the car, and Suzanne out of the blue moment she goes, "Do you want to get the video screen in there? Get the television in the roof, type of thing." I'm like, "All right, don't screw with me. You know, <laughs> no, don't don't mess with me." Like, she goes, "No, really, I think that'd be a good idea. Best idea ever when you have kids is to have a DVD player in the ceiling of your car." Yep. Back in 2000, that was the shit. Because it was like they'd start freaking out, slapping a movie. You got an hour and a half of silence. Yep, absolutely. I could not agree with you more on that. I have heard so many movies that I have never seen. (laughs) Because (laughs) I went through every episode of, uh, God, what was her name? Kim Possible. Katie was on a Kim Possible kick back then. We have, I have heard every episode of Kim Possible. Haven't seen more than two. Have heard every single one of them. You know what's a nice thing with those too is, uh, you get a set of headphones, plug them in, you can listen to your music and they can still watch their, their whatever. Oh yeah. It's definitely so much nicer. And now I've become the don't make me car, pull this car over. <laughs> Get off uh, my lawn. Yeah. Now that we, then we had the, uh, the view or yeah, the Saturn station where, or, um, SUV, like SUV, which was nice. And then, uh, actually not last year that, or last earlier this year that that one exploded. Um, yep. the transmission. Apparently there's a $10 part that blows out and kills the entire transmission on that thing, which is awesome. Thank you very much, Saturn. Um, now we have a Hyundai Veloster, mm. a little blue hatchback thing that I got. Um, which is that I, the one you got when I lived there? Yeah. Little, okay. Little blue one. And yeah. that, that is, that's a, a nice car. That is a lot of fun to drive on the road. A six speed, uh, six speed manual. Just needs to be a little bit bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, so, and it's comfortable. No, no, but to fit the podium, that's a, yeah. Just needs to be a little bit bigger. <laughs> just if it's just a little inch on either side, we can get this goddamn podium in down down there for Gen Con. Um, but no, it's comfortable, and you know it's got uh, you know now I don't have to worry too much with the kids about like uh them having to do stuff because now they've got their game Game Boys and they've got their music players and they listen to music. The other thing that we do a lot on trips is uh books on CD. So we'll go down to the library and we'll get a book on CD and listen to it all the way down and back. And we've been listening to like uh, Terry Pratchett uh, Discworld books on all the all the road trips that we've been going on lately. So we've been listening to those, which is kind of nice now that they're older. They can get some of the jokes, you know, so that makes it more of a family thing is listening to the, the stories on the road that way. I like listening to the uh, the stand up comedian station on my satellite radio. That passes the time a lot. Yeah, I do that uh, when I don't have a passenger in the car. Uh, although on road trips, actually, uh, though we didn't do this last one, we would listen to a lot of the uh, podcasts. Actually, from the Musings of the Geek Network, we'd uh, do uh, a lot of Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks. Nice. Yeah. Suck up. 
I don't know. It was just, you can't, unless you've got a long commute, uh, generally, cause I don't do the headphones thing, uh, listen to something that long. Like I'll have five minutes, uh, I can listen to a song or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if I want to listen to something that's an hour and a half, it has to be on a road trip. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, for me though, it's different. You know, 45 minute, uh, commute in and commute out. I've got enough time to listen to a bunch of stuff on the, on the train, but. Um, well, I'm driving a, uh, well, we have two cars, but the one that we, the, the only one that's safe for travel long trips is our, the Hyundai Elantra, which uh, took to Kansas City in Colorado. It was a decent little ride for that, plus to fit the dog in there too. Hmm. Three out of four of us have Hyundais. That's interesting. Good Korean car. Yeah. Yeah. So I have an American car, you traitors. I get 43 miles to the gallon. Mine has a no kimchi children. maker. <laughs> <laughs> I have no children in a sports car. That you know of. <laughs> yeah, that haven't found you yet. Yeah, they they know what's good for them. They'll stay gone. Papa Patrick? Ooh, ooh, that was weird. Like, it's not too late to drown you in a tub. Get out of here. Don't drown me, Papa Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Don't <laughs> Why, why is Patrick giving birth to Elmo? I don't know. I turned into <laughs> Elmo there. My voice started to go. And I, love well, I did fuck a lot of the Sesame Street characters. So <laughs> yeah. You knock it off there, Patrick. <laughs> Keep your dick out it of the It looks like Mr. Mom got a job working in the 1940s. <laughs> I shouldn't have to say that, Patrick. Keep your dick out of the puppet. What about roadside stops? What about them? What do you guys do? Do you guys just do well rest stops, oh. or you stop and look at things, or can't run do around? rest stops, man? Every time I stop at one, I I feel grungy and weird. I don't. Dude, rest stops are the shit. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, I don't like them. I I, I got to do gas stations or truck. Well, not truck stops. More gas stations. <laughs> nice save. Stop Stop trying to blow people and make it awkward. <laughs> Just go in there and do your business and leave. Because that's the best. Yeah, usually, usually the bathrooms are fairly nice. I, granted, it depends on which state, but yeah. uh, they're cleaner than a gas station bathroom typically. Yeah, and there's usually a park there and a lot of running around room, which is great for kids. You can't let the kids run around a truck stop parking lot. Discover that. That's not good. Not, well, you can. You just can't do it twice. Yeah. <laughs> And sometimes I forget uh, in the snack preparation phase, but if I get to a rest stop, I always got to pick up the ultimate road food. Ultimate road food is peanut M&M's. Oh, I agree. Yeah, because you've got the protein and fat to keep mm. you satisfied for a while, and then the quick hit from the sugar. Yeah, got to agree And it goes that. great with a Coke. Yeah, it's the ultimate road food. See, my my go-to on pick-me-up, like trucks, like getting at, getting at the gas station, is Chunky Bars. Ah. Chocolate, raisins, and peanuts all in the one. Yeah. Uh, you got to knock those out right away, though, because if you forget them on your dash, oh, they yeah, will, that is very they true. will mess crap. It won't it really no. ups the resale value. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to eat those right away. They will they melt as you're thinking about it. But a built in um, snack bar while you're walking it up to the register, it starts melting. Nope, I need a new one. So uh, Snicker, Snickers or whatchamacallits. Which one? What are they? Either one. No, what's the second one? Whatchamacallit. Yeah, the joke only yeah. works once. Yeah, I know. Yeah, sorry about that, folks. Years. What about uh, freaky places you've wound up? Uh, well, there's that infamous trip where I was trying to drive to Oswego and ended up in DeKalb. Oh, jeez. <laughs> We're not telling that story again because the last time it was... Who was with you on that trip? I don't even know. All I None of us, yeah. I think, was the tri- was the uh, the point. Ace of Base was ne- nonstop in it. And I think we found one of your kids there, Pat. <laughs> yeah. Driving back from Disney World after the, during the FRR uh, honeymoon... Getting back, we need to stop. It's late. We're doing the head bob thing. How much money do we have left for a for a hotel? We've got like thirty bucks. Oh look, that one's twenty five. 
You don't want to. You don't want to go to a motel that has a twenty-five dollar a night thing. That was another situation where we put the dresser in front of the door, but it really didn't matter. There wasn't much of a door. There okay, people. so I've been debating whether or not to tell this story. Oh, he took a hit just in case. Yeah, um, this was during one of my Chicago. I thought you were road finishing trips, a Slurpee, and um, it was one. It was uh one night when I didn't have a hotel room. Uh, <laughs> shut up! Why did I say shut up? You typed that. I don't know what. <laughs> Who are you talking to? I'm reading the show notes. Somebody typed something and it made me say shut up out loud. Like, like <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, so I'm in Chicago and this is a one night where I don't have a hotel room lined up. I'm just figure I figure I'm gonna get a you know, I'm gonna get a room at some point when I need one, or I'm gonna crash at somebody's place, you know, no big deal. I'll just find something. And um but it's middle of the day and I need to take a nap. So I get one of the, you know those flea bag hotel little motels, no tell motels on Lincoln Avenue. Oh yeah, Ooh, class, I get a room in one ones. of those just to take a nap in for the middle of the day. Does it you know, so and I I I decide I'm like you know what screw it I'll just keep this room for the night whatever I was just gonna check out when I was done with my nap but I didn't but I was like I'm I'll be damned if I'm gonna leave my suitcase here so. I take everything and I put it in the truck of my car and I leave, but I don't take my key back. So I'm just like, well, later tonight I'm going to go and, and just, you know, go back to this hotel room, whatever. Well, late at night comes. It's like three in the morning. I've been drinking all night with some friends and everything. Um, Angela actually is, was one of them. Um, and you guys know her. You've met her plenty of times. Um, yep. and I go back to get in my room and I unlock the door and the chain is on and I'm like, what the hell? And here I am half drunk. <laughs> And I, I don't know what the hell is going on until I take a peek in and I see this couple just, just going to town on the bed. And I was just like, what? what? And, I sh- and they look up and they see me and we like lock eyes and I shut the door and I go walking off to go talk to the manager or go talk to whoever's at the front desk. In the meantime, I hear the door behind me open and I'm just like, I'm about to get killed by a very large naked man. <laughs> if you had a dollar. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Long story short, I get into an argument with the with the guy at the front desk, and he doesn't want to refund my money. I'm like, I never gave you my key back. I never checked out anything. You're going to give me my money because they didn't have another room for me, and I ended up sleeping in my car that night <laughs> because I tried to call Angela because she was right around the corner, and she was already passed out in her bed. So, Believe it or not, I can top that. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. Hold on. Let me get some popcorn. Okay, one year, uh, Sarah and I decided to go to the Origins Game Convention in Columbus, Ohio, and we didn't have a plan for a hotel room. And we decided uh, to look for the cheapest hotel room we could get that uh, you could reasonably get to the convention center. And this is how we ended up at the Knights in Columbus. This is one where I'll totally bust them out on the podcast because don't ever go there. You might die. Okay. We get to the Knights in and from the front, it looks fairly reasonable. <clears throat> but then uh, we go to where our room is. Now, our room is on the far back. The whole hotel is like U-shaped. And we're on the furthest backside of the U, furthest from the road, facing a dumpster which has, like, broken glass all around it. We approach our door, and our door has marks all over it, like someone had bashed it in with an axe handle. (laughs) We get into the one of the dingiest, scariest little rooms I've ever seen. Uh, It's dirty. The TV's broken. uh, Everything's messed up. But we're like, whatever. We're not going to spend very much time here. Get into the bathroom. Uh, There's something floating in the toilet. I don't know what it is. I just flush it away. I look at all of the uh, 
everything's stripped off the bottom of the bathtub and it's just like gross. I ended up having to shower in flip flops. <laughs> uh, at this point we are almost uh like just like we're not gonna go to the convention let's just go home but we've already bought our badges so we're like okay we, we just gotta stay here a couple of nights and it is literally like aside from like a dead hooker under the bed what you would see is the nightmare hotel room in a sitcom but it gets better there's a dead hooker a, a couple there's times a live hooker living under the bed a couple times <laughs> the phone in the room just starts ringing and we decide not to pick up we, we don't know who's ringing it or whatever well the, like the second night we're staying there we get back to the room we get in bed it's got to be about midnight one in the morning and i shit you not someone starts fucking pounding on the on the uh door to the room it's x handle johnson like <laughs> full out with their fist pounding we just, Jesus. like, froze. Where's my money? I mean, the only thing I could figure is that this room had, in several different times, like, been used for drug deals. Oh, and they kept coming back. And they were coming back to, like, get at their dealer who had ripped them off or something. Nice. But, yeah, that is uh, that is the <laughs> scariest hotel room. Probably the <laughs> most messed up thing I've ever seen on a trip. Uh, Josh, I just Googled it. Night in Columbus Dispatch newspaper. The headline, September 10th, 2015. City shuts down troubled nights in on North Side. That's the one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Today. Oh, my God. Today they have shut that place down. <laughs> because I'll, I'll, it was troubled. Do they mention the what the troubles were? Uh, to city officials and police, nights in on North Side. It's a violent scourge. It's rooms rented to drug dealers and prostitutes. Uh, but uh, Tom Koppel, this was a steady job for him and a place for him and his dog to live. The 64-year-old man lost his job. I don't pay a lot, but I got my room and a place to lay in my head. It's my home. They're living in a den of drug dealing and prostitution, <laughs> Spurlaza said. I think he was the cop. As much as they don't want to leave, it's in their best interest. Basically, they, oh my God, confidential, since 2013, informants have bought drugs, including heroin and marijuana at the motel. Several prostitutes have been arrested. On Thursday, a female undercover officer told a front desk employee that she didn't have identification or the $60 to pay for the room. The employee is accused of telling her that she could have the room for $35 if she had sex with him. Twenty-five dollars. Thirty-five. No, no, no. That's what she's charging. That's what she would be charging. Twenty-five dollars. That's sad. Columbus, you say, huh? At least <laughs> road trip. Roadhead. Okay, <laughs> so yeah. our, our theory about it uh, being a, a drug den, horrible. Yeah, yeah. That, those were true. Okay, got it. The minute this order was signed by the judge, the city has a right to kick everybody out and board <laughs> it up. We chose. It was. Him. <laughs> it was not just a clever theme hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that would be in a. There you go. There's our million dollars right there. (laughs) Come stay at the crack den. I am, I am amazed that this is this is today's newspaper. Yeah, that is incredible timing. That's fantastic. This show is topical, kids. See, we're on the we're on the on the news. We know what's happening. Law and order's got nothing on us except millions of dollars and a long run on syndication. Mr. Mom says, "Shut it down, Columbus." <laughs> That's crazy. I'm glad I I'm glad I searched that out. Ooh, there's a video too. Oh no. I don't, I don't know if I want to watch that. But um but no. Uh Here's wow. a here's a good question. Who has had run-ins with the police on any of their road trips? Like getting pulled over? Yeah, whatever. What what are your experiences with, you know, getting pulled over or 
we were driving through North Dakota. My dad got pulled over for doing 75 in a 60. My mom videotaped the entire thing <laughs> on one of those huge ass, like VHS recorder sized t- uh, cameras. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm just imagining her like get, having one of those with a big old light on it and just shining the light right in the cop's face. Like, Meh. no, this is the middle of the day. And she's like, What happened, Carl? What's wrong? Did you get pulled over? <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm in the back. I'm like, No, I'm not getting involved in this at all. Yeah, I'm sure he appreciated that. Yeah. You know, and the cop comes over and she goes, and she goes, do you realize how fast you're going, sir? And she's like, no, he doesn't. I'm really amazed that, you know, there are, you know, I don't have one dead parent and one in in prison parent after that point. (laughs) It's like, shut up, Christine. He only yells at me when he's been drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. No, to his credit, though, my father through the entire thing was just like, this is my life now. You know, here's my life. I think what went wrong. I think he thinks of himself at 18. He's like, "What did I do wrong?" (laughs) I think, I think, if I remember correctly, the cop let him go because he was. He had to been like, "This guy's got worse problems." (laughs) (laughs) This guy. If this is a vacation for him, (laughs) don't need to make this worse. Sir, you've suffered enough. Uh, at least once I have on a road trip gotten pulled over and talked my way out of the ticket. Nice. Uh, I was going to meet a bunch of people. They were already at a restaurant. I think it was a Shoney's or something. They had left before I had, and I was speeding to get to them before they would order to not keep them waiting. And I was probably going 85, 90 miles an hour. And I just blaze by. Cop uh, pulls me over. I don't notice him for a while. He's he's like back there. Hmm. And uh, I've slowed down because I'm approaching the restaurant when the cop finally catches up to me and pulls me over. I'm like, ah, shit. He's like, do you have any idea how fast you were going? I was like, uh, what is the speed limit here? 45? Uh, I, I, uh, he's like, no, no, you're, you're going like 80 miles an hour. I'm like 80. Uh, no, that's, that's not possible. I, I could have been going 50, 55. I didn't see a, uh, a, a sign or anything. Uh, you sure you tagged the right car? I mean, there was a guy who blew by me. He must have been doing like 90. And I, the cop, I could see, I just planted the seed of doubt. Nice. It's like, did I just pull over a different guy? And the guy who I tagged with the, uh, radar gun is currently screaming down the highway at 90 miles an hour. And that was just enough. He's like, well, you know, you really got to watch your speed. He didn't admit he was wrong, but he didn't write me a ticket either. Nice. Yeah. I totally bullshitted. And I could see like Carl and Dave in the Shoney's restaurant. Cause by this point I'm practically in front of the restaurant where I'm supposed to be eating while the cops talking to me. <laughs> what does Josh want? I don't know. Let's walk over there and ask him. <laughs> That is actually one of my uh, few superpowers. what I what I like to refer to as superpowers, like the the kind of thing that you run you, you do well or run well and you have good luck in. I run really well with cops and stuff. I I get pulled over quite often, and probably only ten percent of the time do I actually get a ticket. I get maybe one ticket every four years or so, which is insane, especially considering some of the situations I've been in. Because um, the worst of it was the time I got pulled over in Tennessee while I had uh, <laughs> firearms and other things on me. <laughs> a dead hooker strapped across the hood of the car. <laughs> And I got pulled over by a local chapter of the DEA. Whoa. (laughs) Yes. And I managed to Mm. uh, get myself just a little warning and uh, have a good day. Wow. 
don't drive through Tennessee with firearms anymore, please. <laughs> yeah, we uh driving down to Florida. We take this roundabout way to get down there a little bit quicker and go through a place called Florala, which is where if you take the boonies of Alabama and the boonies of Florida and mush them together real good, you get Florala. The only <laughs> thing in this town is a whole bunch of shuttered shops, one grocery store, one gas station. Uh, I think there's an, like a drugstore and a fireworks shop. And that's the entire, that's the entire store right there. It's like the all four corners. We stopped there for gas and I was wearing, um, a t-shirt from, uh, the damsels of Dorkington, the one that says geek, uh, geek pride and that kind of like scripty lettering and the tattoo Cthulhu on the front. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but unfortunately blank anything pride in a town called Florala at the gas station gets you second looks. So I'm standing there and the guys, I'm like, here you go, paying for this, going to get myself a cup of coffee or whatever, that and the other, and here you go. And he's like, what's your shirt mean? And I'm just going like, to look down, I'm like, means I got to go. That's what it means. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it means you have a fourth grade education. Yeah. <laughs> if and, I was you, I'd be leaving. <laughs> what, a what a great idea. idea. <laughs> Yeah, get back in the car. I'm like, we have to leave now before that guy <laughs> no. figures out anything. Or, uh, you know, I don't know. That's a lot of big words. So I'm just going to assume you're disrespecting me. <laughs> yeah, Florel is kind of frightening. Go. Yeah, it sounds like it. So, well, we got anything else, guys? Uh, I think that hits the high points of the uh, road trip experience as far as I understand it. What's yeah, the best uh, road trip you've taken? Best road trip? Ooh. I, t I remember I contacted you guys via Facebook last year at one of the uh, road trips that started off as a total disaster uh, when I went to the campsite and we got all the way there later than we were supposed to be there. Didn't even hit the campsite until like 1030 at night and uh, it was about to start raining and we get the tent almost set up and we realize we don't have any tent poles. <laughs> Oh, oh no. That we'd lost them in the move from the last house to the current apartment and oh. end up having to drive across the bridge to Clinton, Iowa, where I remember talking with you guys via Facebook chat from a Hardee's. Oh my God. Cause we had to go to Walmart to buy a tent. <laughs> Fascinated help. It's in a tent. One, while, if we're going on best, one, uh, that was in the summer. I got a phone call from Dennis. You want to go to Memphis this weekend? They're having a barbecue festival. That was on Wednesday. Suzanne and the girls were out of town. By Friday, I had a car. I got a, got a car rented to fit us. We got a, a old Santa, a Santa Fe and drove down. Me, Dennis, and Will drove down to Memphis for the barbecue festival one time. I think, I think that was another one where I was working and I couldn't go. Yeah. You should, and that's when we stopped at Boomland, which if you that's guys ever take 57 down, 57 south, through down to Memphis, Boomland is exactly what you think it is. And if you're thinking, what is a uh, buffet? Where can I go? Go get a buffet, get a salted ham, get tchotchke and souvenirs from literally anywhere. They had stuff from Hawaii there. It's like a clearinghouse for souvenirs, fireworks, and fill up my tank on gas. That is Boomland. Hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. We're walking through there, and Dennis. Looks I want around. to go to there. It is. It's so awesome. Uh, they had they had uh, bar um, I don't know what they, what that would be called. Like they're small barrel size fireworks for like sixty bucks. Like take Damn. take a take a keg, cut it in half, and that's that's the fireworks right there. And it's pretty much light it and run. Yeah. Um, with names like Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're walking through there, and Dennis looks up and goes, "You know, what I just realized." It's like, what? Goes, there is no sprinkler system in here. 
like, yeah, you're right. They, but, they figure if it's going up, just fuck it. Well, but then the up. thing is, like, every 10 feet, there was an emergency exit. <laughs> so <laughs> just like, if this sucker goes up, you're on your own. <laughs> so, yes. Ironically, uh, one of my favorites was with Dennis. I, I drove out to Pennsylvania with him for a couple days and went to Slippery Rock University for homecoming with him. And, uh, Neat. That that was yeah. Road tripping with Dennis is a good time. Yeah, it was yeah. Hung out Same in a hotel, maybe not so much, but yeah. Hung <laughs> out on the barbecue festival. Also went down to uh, Beale Street. Hung out with a couple Elvis impersonators. That was a good time. So hmm. well, fifty million can't be wrong. Yeah, I actually think the best one was probably that same trip that uh, I, I had to drive to Clinton to buy the tent because I know that we had a couple good days of camping, and in the middle we decided to actually drive down to uh, Galena, Illinois. And when you're in the middle of, like, the woods for a couple days and you just go down and you're, like, looking at little shops, e- eating good food and getting lit at a wine tasting... It's like a, a good break in the, the camp lifestyle. Yeah. My, probably my best road trip was also one of my most interesting and, well, I could write a, I, I think I could write a pretty funny movie based on this road trip. Nah. Because it, I took it with my, uh, a friend of mine named Tom, and Tom is just a swirling combination of, of Ed Norton from the Honeymooners and Mr. Magoo and <laughs> as opposed to Ed Norton to fight and, Jer- and, and um, Arthur Spooner, Jerry Stiller's character from King of Queens. He's a combination of those three people. Good God. Yeah. He is a crazy interesting person and just an insane man. And he is a hell of a lot of fun and, but he's crazy. And we went on a trip from Houston all the way to LA, all the way up the coast of California to Oregon and back down to back down to San uh, back down through Vegas and then back to Houston. Wow. And, and that was a that was a pretty fun trip. Nice. So, uh what do we got going on next week? Well, next week uh, we're returning to music sort of. Well. <laughs> Pat, <laughs> Pat suggested this one he's been waiting for a while. Well, I, I I wanted to show off my collection of autographed letters and postcards that I've gotten through the years. Why don't you have a seat over there? <laughs> yeah, we're going to be talking about boy bands from New Kids on the Block to One Direction and uh, all the crap in between. Yep. It is a crap sandwich, but it's going to be a lot of fun. The right stuff. <laughs> now, how far back are we going on boy bands? Because I have heard it said that Sticks was considered a boy band. Uh, I, I think we probably want to start with like New Kids on the Block and NSYNC. Okay. Cause that, that's where you traditionally think of the boy band yeah. era. The yeah. monkeys was kind of the beginning. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I could see that. Technically, I suppose. They were right. a big influence on the Beatles. <laughs> so next week, hate to say it, but boy bands and you can Bring- hear everything about Color Me Bad also. Then a Strap on X clone. <laughs> In the meantime, if you'd like to check out our old shows, you can always check out our archives. The uh, total archives are up on TalkShoe, and uh, the archives are getting more and more complete by the week on iTunes, Blueberry, and Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like the show, uh, you can give us a uh, review or uh, give us a rating on iTunes. It always helps us out. And if you've got any feedback, want to comment on this show or give us ideas for a future show you can give us a call at 708 now rap that's 708-669-9727 the right stuff papa patrick and i'm gonna roll drip (laughs) 
Simmer down now, Elmo. I am going to punch my kid right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mom does not approve of such a... dexterity. <laughs> <laughs> You are now leading the world of Musings of a Geek Podcast Network. Stay geeky, my friends. You know, every every time that we took a road trip, whenever we would cross over back into Texas, my father would play Hello, Texas by Jimmy Buffett. Nice. Oh, I thought he'd play the Yellow Rose of Texas. <laughs> no, that that was pretty much a daily song. Oh, that was like you get up in the morning. That's the first thing that yeah. anybody does. That's what your alarm is set to. <laughs> Every house Sorry. in Texas is awakened to the uh, the neighborhood play of the Yellow Rose of Texas. <laughs> You're woken up to. <laughs> 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 <laughs>